Yes, welcome back to the Wayne Holtz podcast. I am sitting in a beautifully hand-built studio that was constructed by my friend Dominic K. Trevino, who is recording and engineering today's episode. It's a great setting to be talking to my guest for today. She is a podcast host, actress, singer, and more. I was introduced to her as a co-host on the Straight Talk with Ross Matthews podcast and as a contributor on the Wendy Williams show. She is now the host of her own shows, The Daily Smile and Dying for Sex. We welcome Nikki Boyer. Hi. Oh, hi, hi, hi. It's so nice to be here. I wish I could see you. I wish we were sitting together. Wouldn't that be so lovely? It would be lovely. It's <laughs> lovely imagining you in good... my head, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually did wake up and comb my hair, and I brushed my teeth, and I put some makeup on today just for this so that I could feel good. And um, so one day, my friend, we will sit. I mean, we've met each other in person, obviously. I adore you. Um, but we, I would love to sit in person and maybe do um, a round two of this when, when, when COVID clears and we all have our vaccines and we can all be together. I, I'd love a rain check. Deal? Uh, deal. Absolutely. Okay, good. Cool. So thanks for having me. Yes. um, You know, when I was thinking about the guests that I wanted to have with the revamp of the Wayne Holtz podcast, I really just thought of all the people that have inspired me over the years through podcasting because, um, you know, I have so many friends that don't listen to podcasts at all and, you know, they check it out because of me or they are really into it. Mm -hmm. But I just think the connection of conversation is so um, important and so uh, motivating and through your work over the years I was like who would be a, a great guest and I said well Nikki Boyer I have to have her on oh that's so nice and congrats on the revamp right like congrats on like it, it's nice to kind of revamp things and breathe new life into our project so congrats and I'm happy to be a part of it I appreciate that and so tell me I know the um, where to begin the world of podcasting <laughs> is uh, when did you was when you joined straight talk with ross matthews was that mm-hmm. your first dive into the podcasting world it actually was because i was a little podcast host resistant because i started my career way back in the day um, in radio, right? Like I started in television, then I went to radio and I used to work at a radio station. So when podcasts started coming out, I was like, are you serious? We're doing basically radio shows and everyone's like, you got to get a podcast. And if you remember, podcasts sort of hit and then they fizzled out and then they hit again. And so I joined in on the second round of the podcast hitting in and it was just by happenstance. Um, divine timing i guess you could say but yes when i joined straight talk with ross like four years ago or yeah i think it was four or five years ago i joined it um i just looked at it like oh we're doing like a radio show right like oh we're just gonna get on the mic and talk so i wasn't really familiar with the podcast world with the reach with how people tuned in and how it became a part of like a staple in people's lives because i wasn't a podcast listener so i just showed up and did it because it reminded me of the old radio days now that I have been really introduced into the podcast world, now I'm completely obsessed with them and um, I love them. And I love the idea of listening while you're walking, listening while you're riding your bike, while you're driving, while you're, I feel like the podcast world has allowed us to feel like we have friends all over the world living in our ears while we're doing our mundane tasks in our lives. Exactly. And it, <laughs> I really, love it. it really is the, the radio show brought to you by your friends. And I know mm-hmm. um, if your friends aren't as confined by the FFC and whoever else um, telling them what they can and can't say, they tend to get a little wild and it really, yes. <laughs> and it's fantastic. Like you said, the reach um, because of the, you know, you never know who's listening. And from around the world, you're able to broadcast, you know, your thoughts and the, and the wildness. And so it, you, if people haven't listened to Straight Talk with Ross, it is, you know, I, it's kind of hard to describe when I'm trying, when people ask me for suggestions <laughs> right? of podcasts. It's not, a, it's not a normal podcast, right? <laughs> like, it's just not a normal podcast. It's, you know, I just say, you know, it's a party. It's a party, y'all. And we're just all invited <laughs> to a party. Um, it's kind of like everyone's drunk, but no one's ever really drinking. Um, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How much do you oh. love just seeing the, the impact? And because you never know what little, 
either um, a song or something funny that Ross or you say um, and how mm-hmm. it's really going to bring in new content and a new story and a new connection and who's dating who here from across the world now, speaking of totally. Whistler Victor. Yes. <laughs> I, okay, this, so the Straight Talk with Ross podcast, I wasn't one of the original co-hosts. It, uh, he had a couple other, he had Taya, his best friend, and then Daria, his co-worker best friend. And then I got, to, I got lucky enough to slip in when they weren't available. So I cashed in because now... They, they've sort of paved the way and made the room for me. And so I love being a part of the LGBTQIA plus community. First of all, I just want to say that like first and foremost, that I love having a seat at that table makes me so proud and so happy. And our show is a little bit, I mean, it's a hot mess. I, it is a variety show combined with games and stories and segments and it's inappropriate. It's gross. It's amazing. It's heartfelt. It's loving. It's uncomfortable. It's, I don't even know how to describe it. So when, when people heard that I was doing dying for sex, which we'll talk about eventually, which is a really intense story about love and life and death. And then they go to straight talk with Ross and they hear what I do there. They're like, wait, what? (laughs) Literally like one moment I'm talking to my best friend about what it feels like to be dying. And the next moment we're singing a song about buttholes and farts and why we use a bidet. Like it just, it's, it's, it's kind of the perfect place for me because I get to be all parts of myself, the deep introspective parts of myself. And I get to be the, this, you know, the little girl at a slumber party who's making bad jokes and like trying to dip her hand, her friend's finger in water. So she pees while she's sleeping. Like it is literally the hottest mess I've ever been a part of, but I love it. I love the straight talkers. I love the community. They are loyal. They are in it to win it. It is just kind of unlike anything I've ever experienced to be honest with you (laughs) and i love that dichotomy of emotions that you were speaking of where (laughs) you really do get to be all parts of yourself and um it's, it's we let's come come back to ross for a second i will say you know um today is the one year anniversary of your other podcast uh, that you mentioned dying for sex that why don't you tell our listeners just a little bit what it's about thank you well Dying for Sex was a show. It is a show. It's a six-episode um, series on Wondery that I did with my best friend Molly. So it's a show about um, Molly, really, and I narrate it, and it's about the two of us, but it's really highlighting her story. When she was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer, which is terminal, um, she decided to do something really bold. She decided to leave her marriage um, and sort of go on a sexual journey to find out who she is and it's called dying for sex and it is about (laughs) sort of discovering who you are um, figuring out what you want to do with the time that you have left and I think the title obviously which is dying for sex makes you think it's just all about sex that's sort of the that's the beginnings of it. And what it grows into is a beautiful sort of farewell story of um, how you really learn to heal yourself, to forgive others, and to fully fall in love with yourself before you take your last breath. And so it was an amazing journey that I got to go through with her. Um, last night, actually, uh, was the anniversary of her passing. And so I sat with that last night for a while and just just kind of absorbed how beautiful it was to be with her when she um, when she crossed over and this the story of dying for sex I think um, I think it and this is not, not me saying this you know this is my sort of um, how do I say this? this is my response to all the people that have sent messages or sent comments like this podcast is life changing like these last the last two episodes can really impact and change your life because it helps you say to yourself, hold on a second. What am I doing with my life? What am I doing with my time and how am I showing up in the world? Because at the end of the day, like Wayne, we're all dying. Not to sound morbid, but we're all dying. So what do we do with the time that we have on this earth? So that's the Dying for Sex podcast. And I hope if you haven't listened, if you, if you know, that you guys would take the opportunity and, and see what you think about it. And it really is a very compelling um, journey into the human experience. And um, it does make you, 
even just by that description, you can tell it does make you just take a second look at um, what how you spend your every day and your every moment. And I hope even just from that, those thoughts you just shared right now, Nikki, that people take yeah. a little time to really um, treasure everything that we got because you do never know. And how was it? I mean, it's such a unique experience that you got to document all of this before um, she was no longer with us on this plane. And how was that yeah. for you, you know, <laughs> revisiting and just kind of or just having that experience of that little keepsake, you know? I am so grateful for it. I feel like anytime I miss her or I need a reminder, like I'm starting to lose track of what's going on in my life, I listen to episode six and it brings me right back to my center and it reminds me of what really matters in life. And we all get caught up in things. Um, and it also makes me laugh because she's even in the face of death and knowing that she was going to die, she still had such a sense of humor and such a a great, funny way of looking at things. And I love that reminder. Um, and, you know, the first three episodes really are about sex. It's about fun and about kink and about being in sort of a, a relationships where she, where she couldn't explore her sexuality and really couldn't fully... Um, dive into that part of herself. So as she was, you know, getting a terminal diagnosis and going through some of the scariest stuff in her life, she decided to, to really like just lean into the adventure. And for her, that was sex. Like for, for other people, it might be something different. It might be travel. It might be, you know, going and doing your bucket list. But for Molly, it was about the sex and the sex led her to other discoveries about herself. So the first three episodes are very much about sex and very fun. Um, and then you can feel it sort of like kind of unfold into something bigger. So I'm just, I like to say that to people. So once they get like to episode two, they know that there's something around the corner that's really profound. But it was amazing to kind of have that, that to be able to have that, um, like sort of live forever. Like, I feel like she's still here and still rippling through the universe because of this podcast. Well, she definitely is. And I will say that she is fucking hilarious. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. I love her. Really just listening to her go through these different scenarios. And I love the clips of the um, conversations between her and some of the the people that she had encounter uh, encounters with, or um, are they are they what do you call it reenactments, or are the, did she record those those conversations between her and the some of the part her partners or whatever you want to call them? The um so the uh, a few of them were actually pulled from voicemails that were left for Molly um and recordings a few of them were reenactments that we found uh because people didn't want to use their real voices or their names but the two gentlemen that we did interview in um within the episodes those were legit i mean those were two guys that she had relationships with there was no reenacting there and and you know wayne i want to tell you like when we recorded the first season um, Molly was alive and healthy and well and so when we were hoping to release this I thought we were going to do a season two together. I assumed we would answer questions and, and, and dig a little deeper into season two. And then when she, her health took a, a really fast turn um, and she ended up in the hospital. And soon I realized like, I don't think she's coming out of the hospital. I think she's going to stay here until she passes. And it was months, right? It was remember, five months, I believe four or five months. Um, and I asked her, I said, do you want to record um, this part of your story? And she was like, absolutely. So we recorded from her hospice bed as she was going through her final stages of life. She was very willing to open up that part of herself and share um, with everybody what her experience was like. And I found that to be really brave and inspiring. And I want to thank Molly for that. And I hope um, everyone that's listening, all of you Waniacs, really, I highly, highly, highly recommend Dying for Sex. It's available everywhere, so you know where to get your podcasts. You're listening to this. Um, I love it. And on that note, let's come back in just a second to the Wayne Holtz Podcast. You never know who'll show up to the Wayne Holtz Podcast. Really happy to be here on your podcast. Thank you. Rock goddess Nina Diaz. You know, first of all, it begins with having the passion. Having the passion for the music. TV host, author. And a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. Don't forget that. Of course, Ross. And celebrity big brother contestant, Ross Matthews. 
When you reached out to me and asked if I'd be on your podcast, it was a no-brainer. I love people who create and contribute, and that is you. It is so nice to talk to you. Cool conversations with people we want to know more about. Hey, guys, this is Chris Booker, and you're listening to the Wayne Holtz Podcast. This is J.D. Sampson, and you're listening to the Wayne Holtz Podcast. This is Perez Hilton, and you are listening to the Wayne Holtz Podcast. Listen to the Wayne Holtz Podcast free now on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and at thewayneholtz.com. We are back on the Wayne Holtz Podcast with Miss Nikki Boyer, host of Dying for Sex, The Daily Smile, and co-host on the Ross Matthews Podcast. And, oh my God, I have to say how much I love Wendy, Nikki. She is so much fun. There is never a dull moment with Wendy Williams. I love doing her show live. It is, it's like a drug when I get to show up and be with her and the set and the people bouncing in the audience. Now it's been a while since I've been there due to COVID, but I cannot wait to get back into the swing of that because I like, that's the best high ever is doing the Wendy Williams show. I love it. Yeah. It's pretty fun. I feel like there has to be so much going on all the time. And, you know, I love Wendy um, from her radio days. And, you know, Wendy is a can be seen as a controversial character. But, you know, um, I really have a lot of respect for um, individuals that speak in their truth. And um, I just find her to be so compelling. But you know who I love on that show um, just as much Ooh. is Suzanne. Oh, my God. Do you not love her? I can't get enough of that woman. <laughs> Well, first of all, she's just a lovely human being. Mm. And then now she's being featured so much more as kind of a, you know, like a, a, a character of the show, but she really works hard. Like she is a super hard worker and I've known her since the beginning and her husband works on the show as well. And then when they started to sort of highlight her more, I was like, yes, isn't she great? What do you like about her? I, You know, honestly, it's just her effervescence with everything. She does not take herself too seriously. I love watching her react to Wendy before, like they kind of panicked Suzanne and you just see her making that face where she's thinking up something you know she's like it's it's, she's just so joyous and I just love how you know I think she has the perfect job because I know that she is also an executive producer on the show but great I love that you love them and I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna text her and let her know that she was the topic of conversation yes I well she's one of my my goals for the future so um, I'm sending out those positive vibes for the Wayne Holtz podcast. Yes, do it. Send and, them. Send them. <laughs> yes. Um, and speaking, you know, I just love characters upon characters. And uh, going back to one of your first podcast, uh, Straight Talk with Ross Matthews, mm-hmm. you, you we have the core group of you. We have CJ. We have Ross, of course. And we have Mr. Malone. And I am just loving the addition also of the loons. What? A twist you know because i always think i don't know how not i don't know how because i know there's always a way but it's like you know the i've listened to a ross's podcast from the beginning and just seen every single like stage of it and it's always like you just never see who's coming next you know and the loons were just a twist i i i'm here for okay <laughs> i'm so glad you know to be fully honest with you this is Ross's. I mean, we are there. We have so much fun. We support. We bring on. We bring our goods. But this is Ross's sort of brainchild. Like ship. he it's is so. It is so his ship, and he is so good at keeping us on the edge of our seats as well. Because I didn't know about the loons. Now, for those of you who don't know, the loons are basically um, five highlighted fans that just bring really cool perspective and content to the show and they bounce in and out of the show right so now they've become sort of somewhat of a co-host like they're part of the show but they're also really big fans um i had no idea the loons were even coming on until the day he introduced the loons so he likes to keep us in the dark too he likes to keep us on our toes that's one of my favorite things about the podcast is that you never ever really know what you're going to get ever um and i love cj cj is my um he is just my heart i love that man we have such a nice beautiful connection he brings so much perspective to the show um mr malone just makes me smile he's like one of my favorite humans on the face of the planet he did uh quite a few episodes of the daily smile with me and so everyone's fallen in love with malone and then of course ross i mean he's been one of my best friends for over 20 years so getting to work with him every day and getting to have fun and and do it in an atmosphere where we just don't take ourselves too seriously and we let it all hang out it's just a gift to be able to do that so 
I mean, and it really he I'm, really is in his element just like oh, yeah. all the hijinks like he cracks himself the fuck up <laughs> just throwing things at you all you know what i mean I it, just throwing <laughs> things it's it's amazing and i know it's so fun congratulations of course to ross who just recently got engaged how fantastic i can't believe it isn't that lovely i know but i can't so believe lovely. it you know it's just funny how much has happened this past year. While nothing was happening, so much was happening at the same time. Did you feel that at all? Yes, it was. Uh, it, with the, I was saying on one of my last episodes, with like the confinement and everyone kind of having to, you know, take a stand for you know their safety in their home. It also led to um, a lot of like you know, taking a stand in other places in your life and just kind of like opening up the the mindset because like the realms of reality were kind of like broken with none of us seeing everything, you know, coming and everything that happened. So it kind of made for a lot of uh, possibilities while everything was so stagnant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was a rough time, I think, for a lot of reasons, but there were some cracks of light that definitely happened. And if it weren't for the Straight Talk with Ross podcast, I don't know how I would have managed kind of feeling connected to people. I was doing, you know, with Dying for Sex, it was already recorded. The Daily Smile was amazing, but I was kind of by myself inside of my closet recording every day in this dark little room. The beauty of the Straight Talk with Ross podcast is that it's on Zoom and the loons were there and guests were coming in and you never knew, you never know what's going to happen. So it was kind of like this, it was kind of like my, I don't know. It's funny that Straight Talk with Ross was my sanity because it's the most insane show I've ever been a part of. But it kind of was my sanity for those for that year that you know we were we were locked up in our houses. So yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful. happy that you had that and uh, that we all yeah. did. You know, all of us listeners did. It was you know for years I've you know I've said it a thousand million times, but it was because of you know Ross's podcast that I literally like quit my job at IHOP and and started uh singing and dancing and living off my myself, you know what I mean? And so um through all the hijinks and and everything, you know, it just has such a spirit about it that like to be a part of it too, I'm sure um it's on another level for you. What is the uh What's one of the, you know, craziest things that he's thrown at you that you didn't see coming or just moments on the show where you were just like, Ooh. I am done. What is this? Oh, my God. That's a good one. That's a good question. Ooh, you know, I have to say, I mentioned it earlier, but the loons, I had no, like, I had no idea. And when he brought brings on guests, like, I just want you to know, like, when he brings on, like, when he brings on Rosie O'Donnell, we kind of all know she's coming on, right? But, like, when he brings on um, Gary Spivey, the psychic, or when he brought on the psychic who, I think he was, like, a fashion astrologer. I yes, yes, what. I remember the fashion when Or the, the on, leprechaun experts. Yes, exactly, <laughs> leprechaun experts. He does not tell us any of that. So we are in the same like boat as the viewers and the listeners because we don't know what's about to happen. So you know a lot of TV shows where the the hosts kind of pretend like we don't know what's happening. Isn't this fun? Come along on this ride with us. We legit don't have a fucking clue. We're always like what is going on and I think that's such a fun part of the show is that we really just we are in the same boat as you. We don't know what's happening. So our reactions to things like that or if I get disgusted by something, or if I'm laughing hysterically where I can't breathe, it's legit because I have no idea it was coming. And it always feels like it's out of left field, even though I know how he works and I know how Ross's brain works, but I, you, you never really can prepare for what he's going to dump on you, and I love it. He is just that good. I, <laughs> I agree with everything you just said. So everyone, please make sure you're checking out a straight talk with Ross Matthews. Um, we are speaking with Nikki Boyer. She's also the host of Dying for Sex, The Daily Smile, and just a beautiful human being in general. Aww. Nikki, thank you so much for being here today. I am so grateful. I adore you. I remember when I met you the first time, I was like, I saw you from across the room and I said, Who's that? You have such a bright light about you you are just a wonderful human you give really good hugs oh remember when we hugged it felt like so long ago and i just have to say i'm so happy um that you are 
diving back in and, and getting this podcast sort of, you know, revamping it or whatever you're doing, because we need more of you in the world. And so I will come on anytime you want me. And it was such an honor to be able to like, get to know your fan base and get to touch base with you guys. And so thanks for, thanks for the, just opening me up, opening me up to that. I appreciate um, all those words very much, Nikki. And I look forward to the next time I get to give you a very good hug. Me too. Everyone, oh, I love now. I'm a, I'm a waniac. I'm in. I'm done. I'm it. <laughs> make sure you're listening to Nikki on all of her podcasts. Follow her at Nikki Boyer on Instagram. That's N-I-K-K-I-B-O-Y-E-R. And you can find her on all other social media. This has been the Wayne Holtz Podcast. Thank you, everyone. And Miss Nikki. Thank you. Ah, love this. And stick around, everyone. We've got an interview coming up with Stephanie Cardona and Logan Woodyard of Yanni, Yelly, Glowy, Floaty. You are listening to Juice by Mr. Pidge. Available on Spotify, Apple Music, and everywhere you get your music. This episode is recorded and produced by Mr. Pidge, a.k.a. Dominic K. Trevino. Thank you for sticking around. Yes, we are continuing the episode of the Wayne Holtz podcast with a power couple. We have Logan Woodyard and Stephanie Cardona. Hello. Hello. Hey. They are Yanni Yelly Glowy Floaty. Thanks, Wayne. Thanks for having us, by the way. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know, sometimes I just jump right into it, but it's so good to hear from you two. Oh, my God. It's so wonderful to hear your voice talking talking to me, yeah. to, to us. I, I, I am such a fan of the podcast, so uh, I, feel, I feel extra, extra honored these days. I appreciate uh, that, and I appreciate your support and listens. Um, Stephanie's been giving me her her very constructive and beautiful feedback and love, and I, I really appreciate it. And I guess you've been listening out. You two are out on your farm in yeah. your... Are you in your studio or where? Set this, the, the frame for me. Show me a picture of what you are doing right now. Yeah, so uh, we live about uh, two hours south of san antonio in uh, what they call the south texas brush country so uh out here at the ranch it's like 50 almost 60 acres and uh so a bunch of like eight foot tall mesquite trees and uh just me and stephanie in our in our little abode with the studio just not so far away we're looking at each other through the window she's inside (laughs) i'm chilling i'm chilling outside and uh just a nice, uh, you know, today's a, a Monday. This is this is usually the day we take it out. So we're just out here chilling, uh, mostly stoked just to be talking to you. I love that. And I love, well, thank you. And I love that <laughs> you all have such a great setting to be creating your new music. And I feel like even outside of the music, just uh, creating, you know, your way of life. How has the ranch life been in transition from where you used to live? I mean, you were always by water and and I feel like was that a huge transition to not. Are you around water there? We are not. Um, it, it has been quite the transition, um, honestly, because we moved out here about two years ago. Um in the beginning, it was quite rough for me. Um, I loved being by the river, by the lake. Uh, yeah, but uh, thankfully, we have space to grow food. So we have this pretty epic garden. And uh, yeah, there, there is a little, a little pond out there that when we actually get some rain, there's some water in. And oh. that, yes, yes, that, that does make me pretty happy. Uh, yeah, I, I live but, for a pond. Yet yeah, me too. But <laughs> but yeah, it is it is quite flat and dry out here. Um, quiet. Yes, very quiet. There's just no distractions at all. We are like hyper aware of everything that's going on in our minds and bodies, and uh, yeah, that's really coming through the music these days. 
And you really do have, you know, when you say no distractions, I mean, the, the, the world, you know, through the last year or so um, has really a lot, eliminated a lot of those distractions, but y'all are on like hyper no distraction level out there. Exactly. And so we're, we were, you know, the pandemic began and like quarantine shutdown, whatever began um, March of 2020. We'd, we'd already been living this life for about a year before then. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty trippy. <laughs> and Logan, you are, you know, uh, someone who I feel like's mind is very, you know, organized in certain ways or a lot of ways. And um, how have you found like any sort of clarity or maybe have you found new ways to distract yourself in <laughs> the recent world? <laughs> Yeah. Um, hey, Wayne. Thanks for thanks for the the comment on the organized mind. That's actually something I uh, really work on. You know, somebody goes to the gym to work on their body. Uh, you know, certain food plans to to also work on the body. Um, I'm I'm super I'm super concerned with the mind, and uh, you know, basically the. The big, the big thing about coming out here is just like Stephanie said, there, there are no distractions. Everything, Wayne, is this a, a no cursing podcast? Oh, fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything is lit the fuck up out here. There are no shadows. There, are, I mean, like one of, like just to give you an idea, we had day jobs before. The, the main reason. Uh, the main practical reason we moved out here was to achieve the lowest cost living as possible so we could free up the rest of our time to work on our passion, which, I mean, for me and Stephanie, uh, is writing songs, uh, recording songs, performing those songs. And so, uh, you know, when we, we came out here, we specifically came out here to free up our time. So that meant leaving a bunch of the distractions behind anyway uh that's that's it's been a double-edged sword because <laughs> i was i was pretty fucking surprised at some of the things i've i learned about myself about how i learn or, or or how i feel about my uh relation uh with other people close people strangers um j just my relationship with everything really and not not all of that was pleasant and uh fun in fact most of it wasn't and i was already a guy who was quite introspective and and trying to work on those things so uh when some of these things showed up from left field uh yeah they they called for my attention and thankfully i had time and the and the motivation to want to address some of these things and uh the it's great fuel for the artist you know, feeling feeling more than one way about a certain thing. So, um, lot lots of material to pull from to to write songs about. And of course, like uh, all things said and done, uh, what's really happening is just um, the the awareness is uh, becoming greater. And that's that's what I want uh, with my limited time on Earth. I I want that. So. Uh, uh, the how distractions you, have been have been a blessing. How do you work on becoming more aware, Logan? Yeah, so for me, just like you know, you made the comments about organization earlier. Um, I'm big on routines and uh, toolkits, right? So, uh, so I have like a very strict and disciplined like morning routine with meditation and uh, movement, like physical exercise. Um, uh, different sort of uh, little little meditative things to do th to go to perform throughout the day, and of course having Stephanie here. I mean that's that's the most valuable thing. Having somebody to to talk with, to ask hard questions to, who will give me the the best honest response. Um, a lot of a lot of my growth since I've met Stephanie is just a result of being around Stephanie. So. Um, <laughs> So you know, the, the big things are routine, toolkit, and uh, ha having a good friend. Th Stephanie, hey, for all those new people out there, 
Stephanie is my romantic partner as well. She's also <laughs> my friend. But hey, it, it pays to have a good friend too. And we, we play many roles. <laughs> what what role would you say um, Logan plays for you, Stephanie? Oh my goodness, he has been uh, the lover, the the oh my goodness, in some ways the the teacher. Um, gosh, lover and teacher. I feel yeah, that sums it mostly. up mostly. Okay. Do what? I said that's that's a great sum up. Oh yes, yes. Um, Put it on my yeah. tombstone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And you know, another thing is is my my equal. It's it's really great to feel so in such a an equally balanced partnership. Um, you know, I'll be honest. Like you know, many many phases of the relationship, but it, in this at this point the most equal partnership vibes we have ever had and it's pretty incredible mostly because we've been out here no distractions working on every single thing we could possibly work on so yeah <laughs> i love that and i feel like i can really hear your equality in your music um how has the um journey been as yanni yelly glowy flowy and how how does that balance do you find it when it comes to music because i feel like when it comes to a lot of either duos or bands or groups there's can be either competition or um ego can come into play when it comes to making choices in the music so how do you find that that balance in music yeah that's a that's a great question and uh uh just uh Yanni Yelly Glowy Floaty. Floaty. I know. I there we go. don't know why I kept leaving the T out. Thank yeah. you. Hey, it's a that's a mouthful. It that's is a mouthful. little bit of a mouthful. I do like no, a mouthful. Um... So. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, when that's a that's a great question, and the answer is we have experimented with all of the ways to make art together. In fact, that's that's one of the best things that happened when we came out here. You know, I'd like I'd like to say that we've always worked well together, but come on, during when times are, you know, we we tour together, we live together. There are gonna be tense moments where not everybody's feeling or or you know being their very best. But anyway, um, we've gone through every kind of way you can write a song together. And uh, those certain certain ways worked better at certain times. But what we're doing these days are uh, we're writing the songs, uh, the, al the, the album that we have coming out. It'll probably be like something like Stephanie actually wrote half the songs and me, I wrote half the songs. We write them on a on guitar separately. And that way everybody can or each of us can pour exactly what they want to into the lyrics, into the melody, into whatever they want to without having to, to make any compromises. Um, and then once that is done, uh, we'll do a sort of show and tell thing and we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll look at each other. Hey, and this isn't, this hasn't always been the easiest thing. You look at the person who's most important in your life and you're like, Hey, what about this lyric? You know, like th there are certain ways that that is uh, more successful and uh, I don't know, less successful. But uh, these days we we've made an we've made an art and a science out of it. Like I said, we get together, we talk about it and then we decide to move the song to production or not. Uh, is this a song we want to spend 100 more hours on? Is this a song we want to perform a thousand times? Is this a song we want to do a month long promotion plan for? And uh, Set It Up Right is a great example, um, the, our newest song, which I hope everybody goes and checks out the music video for because it's just fucking exceptional uh, with Jalen Lane doing the choreography and performance. It's on YouTube. Um, the music that's a great example. I'm sorry, oh, to, go ahead, I'm sorry to interrupt, Logan, but the music video was fantastic, and everyone definitely needs to go check that out, um, especially if you are into, you know, first of all, just dance in general. He did a great job. He did. Yeah, he is absolutely. a treasure. He really is a treasure. And the emotion that he put into it was it was really fascinating. Did y'all give any direction for what you wanted from him? Or did he feel the song and interpret it um, for himself? 
I mean, we did, you know, uh, let him know where we were coming from, uh, like what the inspiration was behind the song itself and how it's very moody and brooding and foreboding and all of the all of the trippy dippy dark words you can think of. And uh, yeah, he he just went with that. And the rest was all him. Um, pretty incredible. He he chose the location. He did the dance for us, like as many takes as we needed. He's just a dream. He's uh, he's just fantastic. A real creative vision and athlete. And uh, you know the way just working with him was so easy and so meant to be. We we actually learned about Jalen through a mutual friend uh, Stephanie knew a long time ago that uh, Set It Up Right is a song that has a lot of movement in it, but you might not think that right away. So the way to best uh, illustrate that is to show them, not tell them. So Stephanie knew way back when that Set It Up Right was going to be a dance music video. Mm. I think we made just one post, one post about it. Uh, a mutual friend, uh, a, a friend of ours and a, and a friend of Jalen's said, hey, have you heard of Jalen? And we contacted him and it was just so easy. And that's when you know it's that meant to be shit. Uh, not every time, but uh, it was just so easy. And like I said, working with him and all the way up to, you know, we just released the music video two days ago, three days ago. So uh, all the way up until now and by the way on our instagram on our facebook we asked jalen a few uh, interview type questions about his thoughts and process on working on set it up right so if anybody's curious uh they can just find those on our feed if you'd like to learn more about jalen i love that so everyone definitely do a deep dive on the the whole situation and check out set it up right on youtube uh, for, to check out jaylen's moves and stream the song and download it everywhere that music's available as well as your other new song um it's a good world which i love and uh, stephanie i feel like it really has almost like a soundtrack vibe to it the way you sung it and i could just like see it in like a twilight movie or something Oh my gosh, thank you so much. <laughs> like that's the vibe I was going from. So I'm really here for the new music. Is there a direction you're going in or what's the and has the, you know, being out there by yourselves really changed just like the mood of your music and Yes, absolutely. You know, I think um several people know us from our previous works and um you know, when we got out here we wrote this first batch of songs and we realized uh, they didn't sound like what we were doing before um, because we have been so hyper-focused on personal development and growth and, um, you know, just exploring as musicians. We don't want to be limited to our previous uh, dance party magic things. And I mean, all of, all of that was very cool, but... Um, yeah, it was just time to grow and really uh, let it all hang out. And yeah, so since we've been out here, um, you know, I, I took guitar lessons, you know, and Logan watches these uh, producer masterclass videos. And we're just we're really trying to do everything we can, uh, research and development, everything just to beef up the musician skills and uh, express ourselves uh no compromises, just no limitations. And uh, I think we have been kind of developing this sound that you can tell it, it came from like an organic instrument. Like we wrote these songs on guitar and uh, they sound kind of folky, but then you plug them into Ableton and they almost have this like uh, goth R&B vibe going on. So I don't know. Uh, we're still we're still exploring. We're still figuring it out. But um, yeah, that that kind of has been the the journey. Well, I love that you do you to do you know so much hard work um, when it comes to like you said research and development and really just um, honing your skills and 
you know, really trying to make keep everything tight. And I know that you work on that inside of the studio and outside of the studio. So, Logan, I want some, you know, a few quick takes on um, things that help you um, even that help you with your journey and your passion um, by taking care of yourself. And, you know, some quick tips on a vegan diet, meditation and exercise. Yeah. So, um, for me, I'm only able to, to say the kinds of things I want to, 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 to behave the way I want to, to, to be the kind of lover I want to, to be the kind of musician I want to, if the, the mind, body, and soul are in good shape. Um, some people can perform when it's out of whack and Hey, some of the best art comes at us that way. But for me, that's how I perform the best. And uh, just really the, you know, for anybody who's interested in, in those sorts of things, just something, you know, eat some more plants. Plants are, y'all, plants are incredible. So much <laughs> intelligence. They've been around a long ass fucking time. They know so much. Just put some more plants in the body. You know, me, me and Stephanie have been doing the vegan thing for like six something years like that. And so I would never like say, oh, every, somebody or anybody needs to do the vegan diet. I, I feel super confident in just saying eat more plants. Uh, fungus, mushrooms are really great too. Lots of intelligence in the mushrooms. So eat more <laughs> plants, some exercise, right? I, man, you look at me and you think I was the most yoga dude, but I'm not. I'm not the yoga dude. I like lifting free weights. I like going for walks. Just some exercise. Yo, what are you into? Jump rope, dance, some exercise, some exercise. And as far as the, the meditation, you know, that means a lot of different things. I would say forget what you think you know about meditation and start over. Start over. Just a, a, a five minutes here, no, five minutes in the morning, 10 seconds here, 10 seconds there of just focusing on the one thing. You're walking, so it's focusing on walking. You're listening to music, so it's focusing on music. Or the nothing, which is focusing on space. It's a little more far out, right? Focusing on space, focusing <laughs> on silence. Um, but I would just say, hey, don't worry about expectations. Don't worry about where you want to be. Just some of those things. And uh, But if the, the person, is, hey, let's go back to talking about the vegan thing. Uh, we grow our own food out here, um, and it is great fun and creates a lot of value for me and Stephanie because we work on the art together, and it's not so easy. The language is not so easy. There's there are emotions involved. Um, you know, we have we have desires. Some are the same. Some are different. But out here in the garden, it's all the same. It's like time to pick weeds next to Stephanie. Life is just <laughs> simple. And, uh, but, but anyway, I bring up the vegan thing in the garden because Stephanie spends a fuck load of time making food for us, uh, feeding <laughs> us. And, uh, that's, that in itself is a, is a big part of our life. And for anybody out there who's like curious about just eating more plants, uh, Stephanie has some great recipes, you know, we spent the last six years or whatever, uh, developing this recipe list. Uh, we're we're approachable. We are friendly, approachable, good, kind people. You can reach out to us. Ask us something about the art. Ask us something about set it up right, the song, the music. Ask us something about recipes. Uh, ask us something about meditation. Ask us whatever you want to. But, and so, uh, Logan, that, tell the people where they can find you to do such things and maybe uh, how they can sign up for an email list to get some tips from you and updates on everything Yanni, Yelly, Glowy, Floaty. Nice. Thank, thanks for asking, Wayne. Yeah, so we put the parties on uh, Instagram and Facebook. We put our, our new music video up on uh, YouTube. But if you visit our either our Facebook or Instagram, you'll find our website is the link tree. And we put all of our most relevant things there. So the, the website that you find on our Facebook, on our Instagram, that's the spot to be. And uh, that website will get you signed up with the newsletter. We'll get you uh, to Spotify to follow us on 
Apple Music to subscribe, uh, all all the things. All the things. I love it. All the things. And so everyone, make sure you're checking out everything Yanni, Yelly, Glowy, Floaty. And I want to give a big love and hug to Miss Stephanie Cardona and Logan Woodyard for being here today. Thank you, too. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Thanks, Wayne. We Wayne. love you so love much. Love you, Wayne. Love you, bitches. All right, everyone. That was an episode of the Wayne Holtz Podcast. Make sure you're downloading and subscribing on Apple Podcasts. And we are now on Spotify. So get it there. Tell your friends. And have a good one. When it comes to looks and smarts, I'll give you five out of five kisses. Every time I hear you mock, I wish that I can be your missus. Let me rise to the occasion, I'll photo you at the radio station in my head. One minute with more You won't quit talking once you start to shrug I can't stop the beating in my heart When I'm waiting on that moment for your lips to part When I'm waiting on that minute, just a minute more All the others crave your silence If you talk to me, I won't say be quiet I don't mind any time you can say